I didn't grow up with my dad around a lot. So despite what your home life was like, you always have at least an example. And we all we all grew up in some way, whether you had a dad or not a dad or a mom or not a, a mom, you grew up in a way where you're like, you know, when I get older, I'm going to do it this way. And Stefan, you now have that chance to like, I'm going to make my own path. This is now your new tribe. When you say the word my family, this is like, this is it right here. This I do believe in physical discipline. Uh, within the confides of the law. You all have a good uh, a good whooping story though from growing up. We all do. Welcome back to the house. Today the boys unpack what it's like to parent, as well as the impact our own parents have had on us. Join us for a heartfelt, touching episode coming up on the House of Con. Welcome back to the House of Common podcast or House of Common show. Uh, we just want to thank you all for listening in to me. We hope you enjoyed our first pilot episode together. Um, we got the whole squad here. Say what up, squad. What up? What it is fantastic to be here. Wow. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everyone. We're <laughs> switching already. What's oh, oh, oh. wonderful. I didn't know we were with, doing with that. With his red shawl. Ah, I am so excited. Gentlemen, you're going to have a blast. I hate, I hate all of you so much. <laughs> well, today on the show, we got a few things to talk about, including uh, continuing our discussion with uh, The Last Dance, episode three and four. But first on the list, we have some exciting news. Our boy... Stefan Watson, aka Academic. I feel blessed to have that 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 uh that ovation. Hey. Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas. 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 All right, making Do her grand appearance to the House of Common Pod. Here is my daughter. Let's get fam. Does she have Does she have Jordans yet? Uh, she has two pairs of Jordans. She has a pair of sandals. Yes, she does. Wow. She has Jordan 11s, uh, crib booties that have been crib living. booties. There you go. From time. Hey. Come on, man. Thank you, TTC. Hey. in check. <laughs> got the no Space Jam 2s. Uh, uh, listen, I wish. Dang. Trying to get that exclusive copy. Oh, man. Well, congratulations, Stefan. Thank you. And thank uh, you. you and your wife. And we just uh, we want to echo our love, you guys and the family. And, you know, if there's anything we can do, just hit us up with that registry and we'll help you out. Yes, sir. But we want to ask a question. There's a number of us in this group who are fathers or becoming fathers. Um, and so we just want to, we kind of want to get that experience from you guys and what it's like to, to, uh, you know, to be a father, uh, as you know, as a Christian man, or just, you know, as a, what it's like to be a father, um, how does that work? And if any guys want to chime in, uh, maybe just give us some of your experiences. And, and if you want to share any stories, uh, let us know. Yeah. So, yo, one thing I always think about fatherhood and like Stefan, yesterday morning you weren't, this morning you were. 
is that like transition from you and your spouse being all you have, right? This friendship, you're living together, you're doing all these adventures. And then all of a sudden you have to think of, and I've seen it so many times where the relationship all of a sudden becomes about the kid or the kids. And so some of you marrieds, old heads speak up, like how do you navigate that relationship change for you and your spouse in bringing in someone else? I know um, we had um, our first Ellie, who's now 11. And I remember we, we were home one day and we were like, we should go to the movies. And so, you know, we do the thing where get dressed up and everything else like that. Or it's just a busy need to be to go to the movies. We get in the car and we're like, something doesn't feel, oh my goodness, we have a baby in the house. And for a second, we completely <laughs> forgot that like we had, we had uh, uh, a young, uh, a young life that we had, created and and right there and it was a, a real small lapse in judgment don't call cas or anything like that yeah. but it was the, the reminder to us to like like the our our lives had to sh- shift a bit not that we stopped paying attention to one another we just had to kind of expand our thinking to go towards each other and this baby and this baby together the three of us so so it's fun. It's fun. It's challenging though. It's not, it's, 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 um, you know, it's not the easiest of things, but the best things aren't always the easiest things either. So that's, that's, that's me. That's me. Who else, have, who else got stories? No, I, I've, I've experienced that same type of thing. There was one time, uh, I was literally rushing to get to the church and then, uh, I forgot that, uh, that I had my daughter in, in the back and I just kind of rushed in and I was like, Oh snap. <laughs> I got to bring her in too. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, it's one of those things you got to get used to it. Just that, the mindset where it's not just about you and your wife anymore. It's about you, your wife and your kid. Yeah. Um, that was, that was a big thing. But the, more than that, the thing about um, becoming a father, uh, what that helped with uh, was more than anything, I really understood the the father's love. And what I mean by that, like, as they get, especially when they start getting older, my oldest is now 14. Yo, they'll do some stuff that's just crazy. And you're like, yo, you are so whack right now. But at the same time, you love them to death. And I and I think sometimes you're like looking at like God is looking down at us and saying, Man, y'all are man, you're just messing up right now. But I still love you. Like this, that's the when you have your kid, you really understand that. It's that same, that balance of you recognize all the mistakes that they're making, but you, you, how much you still love them in the in the midst of all those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so it really helped me to have a better understanding of God's love. That's one of the biggest things that's happened for me uh, as, I've, as I've grown in, in fatherhood. Yeah, like what Calvin said, you know, Bethany and I, we, we were married really young. So we waited a long time before we had kids. We waited like eight years. And then once we had, had a kid, we, we literally, we had a midwife. So we went in as like, just two people and like three hours later we were out at the house and then we had to make a stop to like fill up on gas it was like this is so crazy they let us leave the hospital with a baby like like three hours ago i had no baby and now i have a baby i'm pumping gas and i'm looking in the back seat and, <laughs> and there's, a, there's a baby there man like it's just it's wild when you when you stop and think about it and at the same regard you know in terms of um I was so excited, you know, last night I was texting Stefan, telling him all kinds of craziness, you know, about how he can't go out buying all the stuff he, he wants to buy like he used to, because everything's changed, you know, there's a new yeah. reality. Once yeah. 
now apparent and I'm so excited for what's going to continue to happen for him because I've been there before. Every day is such a uh, milestone in terms of development and you get to really start to see the child's personality even at a really young age, what they like, what they don't like, how they behave, how they don't behave, all those different things come into play. Um, in terms of fatherhood, you know, we we have the um, beautiful privilege of, of having a heavenly father and, and having that uh, example being portrayed for us in so many different ways. Um, so despite, you know, like I didn't grow up with my dad around a lot. So despite what your home life was like you always have at least an example and we all we all grew up in some way whether you had a dad or not a dad or a mom or not a, a mom you grew up in a way where you're like you know when i get older i'm gonna do it this way and stefan you now have that chance to like i'm gonna make my own path this is now your new tribe when you mm -hmm. say the word my family this is like this is it right here there's nothing mm -hmm. else nobody else matters in terms of like it's you jamie and Aaliyah. that's it that's your people's and that's what you gotta hold down you know I'm so I'm, I'm really excited for you yeah for me uh, for me it was just everything was just a miracle it was just mind-blowing from the delivery to the birth just just seeing everything take place before your eyes it's just like, Lord, how in the world, you know, when the doctors check in to see, you know, how far apart the, the contractions are and checking the, the, you know, everything. And you're just looking, you're like, this is unbelievable. And then when, you know, for like my experience, uh, our first baby was a C-section because it had to be an emergency C-section. And so as they're doing this, I was so in awe. I'm actually looking as they're cutting her open and I'm giving Laura the play-by-play. And I'm like, they're cutting your stomach right now. Like they're burning your skin. Like they're ripping it apart. And she's like, can you come back to my head, please? Like she was, <laughs> it was so amazing. But focus. It also when, yeah, focus. But when the baby came out too, I was thinking, man, I, I love God and I love his mercies and his grace. And I, I am close to him, but I now need to step up my game because I need to raise my kids in the ways of the Lord even more so. Yeah. And if I don't do that, then I've screwed up everything. Um, it's not a matter now of if I get some kind of title or if I make all the money in the world, all that means nothing if my kids are walking away from God. Mm. And so for me, it was like, man, I, this is a huge responsibility now that I got to step up yeah. and I got to take charge and I got to be the father figure that they need me to be to lead them closer to Christ. Dang. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, just just being being a father is just so amazing. I know just thinking about uh, so I help my sister, I help her with her her three kids. And then so I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I know all these things about fatherhood. But then when it came to me, it was like, you know, just from day one, it was just like, you know, getting hit with everything. I mean, because everything just changed, you know, like my son was, he would, uh, it, it took a long time for us to, to get him on his sleeping schedule and we, we missed a lot of sleep, but we were just so excited. And even with that, I mean, the, the whole beauty of knowing and having an opportunity to really train your, your child, even recently, I've been, you know, my son's three, been showing them how to pray. And I mean, and it's, it's just one of those things like, wow, you know, like as Bart was saying, like, I can set the, set the standard now. You know, there's some things I told my son, like some will, this is what Randall's do. You know, this is what we do. Like we never give up this and that, you know, and I'm trying to instill some things in him already. So that as he grows up, it's like, okay, now this is what dad taught me. You know, he taught me how to be a man. He taught me 
how to love God. He taught me how, how to be successful. So yeah, you know, there's definitely the days that you're like, Oh boy, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. You know, my, my son's getting on my nerves, but, but that love is just so great. And, and that you're just still so excited just, just to be a father. So it's definitely a special thing, man. That's, that's actually like, uh, you know, I'm sitting here and, um, I'm, you know, I, I can look over at my wife and, uh, and I see that belly growing and we're due in the next couple of weeks. And I can remember distinctly, like, um, I think it was maybe like two months into when, uh, <laughs> two months into we found out when we found out that we were pregnant. And I remember breaking down in my room and just, and writing this letter to my kids. I won't read it here, but it was just like one of these moments where I was just overcome with emotion. And I was like, man, like this is my offspring. This isn't, this isn't a friend. This isn't my parent. There's no, <laughs> like, this is something that my wife and I came together and we created. And, um, and I was just overcome and I can't wait. I can't wait to meet this child and to see what this child takes on of my wife and what this child takes on of me. Um, but it's crazy, man. Even Jason, what you were saying about like what your dad taught you and then what you get to teach your children. I want to know from you guys, you know, how, um, how, how, how are you, like, what are you parenting different from your father, uh, to you? Uh, what, what are you going to change? What are you going to do differently? And what are you going to keep? What are some things that you are, are going to just maintain in that? Uh, for me, um, my dad was a great man of faith. I grew up with a rich Christian heritage. And so for me, um, one of the things that I find myself doing, cause one of the things that my parents did was my dad would pray for us every morning before we left for school, uh, left the house. He would anoint us and pray for us. And my mom would pray, pray for us every time we went to sleep up until I was 22 before I left my house. They did that every day for us. And so I find myself doing that for my kids. I find myself praying for them and anointing them and doing that. And it's amazing. We underestimate the power of a praying parent. The power of a praying parent is very strong. Even when you don't see the results all the time, you might not see them right away. But if you remember to keep the Lord first, you know, it says, you know, keep his word on your heart. Talk about it day and night, meditate it on a day and night. Let it uh, tell to your children, to the next generations. And that's what we try to do in our house. Try to do it. Tell them the next generation. Let it be on our tongue. Let it be like Jason said, when we're instructing our kids, bringing it back to the word and doing that. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I had a rich heritage, so I don't know if there's a lot I would take from not doing um, my, from my dad. Uh, if anything, it might have just been and none of the fault to his own. It was just more because he couldn't see. It was hard for him to be at things and actually see what is going on because he was blind. So I make it my duty to try and be everywhere I can be as I can with my kids mm. to let them know that I see them. He, even when he couldn't see, he was there. Yeah. Um, and so even though he can't, now I can do that for my kids. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would, I, that's what I took. Um, I know maybe you guys, your story is a bit more similar to mine. My dad and I, we didn't have a great relationship growing up. Like right now at this point, my dad's my, my closest confidant. He's one of my closest friends. But growing up, um, my memories of him as a kid, they're, they're not, they're, they're skewed a little bit. And it was more so because he didn't know how. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so we 
had chances to watch all these sitcoms on TV and all these parents have these beautiful chats with their kids on the bed before they go to sleep. And I didn't have that. And so my, with my kids, it's been about, um, taking the best parts of my dad. And so my dad coached me in, in sports. My dad coached me in, in school and things like that. Uh, he, he pushed me towards excellence and those sort of things. So it's doing those things, but it's also being silly. It's also being willing to have fun and, to not take myself super seriously when I'm with them, um, to, to, uh, to, to make sure that they know that I'm, that I'm with them, that I'm supportive of them, um, that I'm complimenting them. So, you know, both, um, both of my kids and I, we both, we each have our own special handshake that we, that we do. Um, we have different things that we, different activities that we do just yesterday, my daughter, um, she got all of her stuffed animals in our living room and she had this thing called stuffy church and she was the pastor. She was a leader. Quiet director, everything, eh? everything. She had songs <laughs> queued up on her iPad um, to, for, for the stuffy worship team. We had to wow. watch a couple of minutes of, of the Prince of Egypt and she had a lesson plan and everything. And I sat there, man, and life hasn't been easy for us recently. And I sat there and I wept and I tried my best to kind of hold it together but I wasn't trying to teach that. I was just kind of living my life a certain way. Mm. And out of me living a certain way, she just kind of gravitated and pulled out. And that's just not me too. That's my wife as well. And that's also some of you guys who are on this chat and your influences. One of the things you, know, you try to do differently is you try to connect with other parents and ask them questions and vent on those moments where you have to vent, celebrate when you need to celebrate and realize that, thankfully until we are in heaven forever, we have another chance to do better. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. For me, um, I, I'm going to echo something that you just said, Chase, for me, what, as it relates to my dad, um, I look at a lot of the good things that he, that he did as a, as a parent. And I, I try my best to duplicate those as a father myself. And then there's things that he wasn't so great at and I'm extremely intentional about not duplicating those things. And then there's this things that I, well, I'll look at others and I, and, and I, and I, um, I respect some of the things that others are doing. And I'll try to add that to, to the mix. Um, I, I, I think it is important for, uh, um, fathers and even mothers just to really be intentional about recognizing the things that were good from the past. And then, and then, uh, and, and, and trying to duplicate those things, but also recognizing the things that weren't so good. The reason why a lot of times things go in cycles and people make the same mistakes to the next generations is because people are not aware of the, the, of the, the negative things from the past. And because they're not intentional about not making sure that that creeps into the present, mm-hmm. sometimes yes. I will just duplicate it. So I think it's extremely That's important as, as, mm-hmm. as, as parents to be intentional about, yes, duplicating the, the good things from the past and being extremely intentional uh, about not duplicating the things that weren't so great and then making your own little flavor to it. Uh, I think that's, if we as, as a people can continue to do that and be intentional with that, we can see generations get better uh, with generation to, ge- to, with generation to generation. That's good. Man. Yeah. yeah Reem, like there's also that thing of, of like generational curses as well too, right? Like we deal in a duality of, of not just the physical thing, but there's also like the generation. So that's, that's mm-hmm. a good, uh, that's a good word, man, of what you're saying. But Shay, you were going to say something, man. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not a father. I'm not on that process yet of, of being a father. 
My wife and I are kind of taking it the Bart way, you know. We're we're taking our time. We're taking our time. Shay has Shay has shoes to buy. I actually get rid of so much, man. But I think I think it's really cool to like look at stuff like that because like I look at my dad and some of you guys may know my dad. My dad's a strong guy. Okay, like there's so many great qualities um, from my dad that I can take and like. I can sit here and tell you, like, I didn't have, like, that perfect childhood with, with, like, both my parents, with my dad. But, like, to see my dad in certain situations uh, when life kind of knocked him down, to see him never, never give up. Like, he, Mark can attest to this, he never gave up, like, faith. It was, I'm dragging myself, I'm dragging you to church. And, like, I can imagine how tough it was for him. He's a real yardy. He's like Yo, a real, like, broke back like, yard man. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't play no games, bro. But kind of just to see him like that, like, those are some great personal traits that, like, I want to bring into, like, my fatherhood mm-hmm. when I get there. But then, obviously, like, there's, just like you guys have said, there's those aspects where I'm like, man, like, there's also certain things that I want to move away from, that I want my kids to experience because I realized how it affected me when when I didn't get that and it might just be a dad thing but one of the one of the biggest things that like I felt like I was robbed as a kid was like that affection from my father like I never got that and like it was weird because like my wife and I were talking about it just earlier this week about like my dad and I, I as a kid as a junior high as a senior high we never hugged we never had embraceful moments like that and like I look yeah. at some some fathers now and I'm like, man, like that is so great when I see them embrace their kids, whether it's their daughter, whether it's their son. And like, that's one thing where like, I'm so excited when I'm able, when that time comes where I am a father, just to be able to embrace my kid in that affectionate way, that physical way. Cause that's something I've always kind of wanted from my dad, but never mm. really got. Mm. Yeah, I, I've, um, you know, having been a father for about almost 24 hours, I've just been thinking about just yeah, everything boy. and, you know, sure. the process of, yeah. you know, uh, walking into the hospital and, you know, walking out, you know, 15 hours later. And now, like Bart said, now you're pumping gas and there's a car seat in the back with a, with a, a life in there. And I remember Jamie, or it was Jamie, yeah, Jamie, my wife asking me if I'm nervous. And at a point in time, I was like, I'm not really nervous. I'm just ready to get this thing going. I'm ready to jump in, you know, I, I'm ready to go and I'm excited for this journey that we're, we're on. Um, and I'm excited to, to raise this, this girl. And I, one of the things that I've just been aware of is that now I'm uh, a father to, to a daughter, you know what I mean? And, and so that weighs a bit more on me and I've been thinking about it. You know, I don't, I, I can't say cause I don't have a son, but I feel like being a, a dad to a boy is a little bit easier, but raising a daughter, like I, you know, I'm, I got to protect her from, you know, what's out there. I'm, I'm the boys. Shotgun soon. Um, like that's, this is my license to buy, to buy a shoddy. Be like your boy Omar. <laughs> the the street streets. sweeper. That's exactly it. Um, and you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward Omar's to the challenge. Always ready, um, and I'm, I'm as a, as a father. And one of the things I, you know, there's a lot of us on this chat. We, we ha- are on the show we've interacted together or we've grown up together in the same space. And I'm thinking of Andrew, of Chase, Tim, even Barton O'Shea, actually, now I think about it, right? Like 
we've all interacted with some of the, the same people, right? And I, I look at, you know, Andrew talked about his parents who, who I got the, the joy of interacting with as I was growing same. up. Same. My parents yeah. and, and Tim's parents. And, mm. you know, there is something special about when, when one of these older uh, ladies in the church knows you by name and can call you up, but they can also pray for you as well. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I, I want for my daughter is to be able to pray for her and raise her up. And then when she has friends, be that sort of father to, to, to her and her friends, you know, just mm-hmm. being able to have that spiritual, spiritual heritage. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to the challenge of what it means to be a father and, and trying to do that the right way. And it just reminded me of what Andrew said. Like I, now I need to follow God just a l- better than what I've been doing yesterday or the day before. Like it, it's now, there's more on that. And I got to lead my family better. And just hearing, saying those words, like lead my family better, you know, that just, it has a weight to it. So I'm, I'm excited for this challenge. It's a bit nerve wracking, but you know, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, and I love having this group of guys, you know, different life, different experiences uh, to go to at any time. Like, Hey, help me out here. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm for myself. It's I'm not a dad. And not married. Uh, but uh, for those of you that have met my father, he is one of the softest, kindest men you will ever meet. Mm. Ever. And, uh, big facts. Ever. Big facts. That is big facts. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Sills, boy. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for real. And it's, it's one of those things that um, uh, he has always showcased and to this very day is still... Uh, uh, shows his love for Jesus and his desire to see his children uh, follow uh, in those ways. And it's one of those things that um, I'll say, like for my dad, as all of our dads would have been, he hasn't been perfect. I know for me growing up as a kid playing sports, uh, there were times that uh, he was going to a church event and I was playing baseball and I had to either bum a ride with the coach or someone else on the team. Uh, but it's one of those things that as I look back back on it, uh, it reminds me of what's important because right now I'm not in the major leagues. And even if I was, I would not be playing right now. Uh, and it's, it's just, it's one of those things that uh, for him, he is showing, uh, the importance of putting the first things first. He's showing me what's important. And, uh, he also shows me uh, when uh, I may push him too far. <laughs> it's like, let me tell you, uh, dad is one of those guys that is incredibly kind and sweet, but it reminds me as well not to take him for advantage. Uh, because a lot of the times, um, I know there are people that would kill for a dad like mine. Uh, and that is the struggle at times is that we get so used to what we have that it's just like, it just becomes normal. We grow tired of it. Uh, and this itself is one of those things that it's like, as I journey to whenever it is that I become a dad, uh, that if I can be even half of what he is, uh, I can only hope for uh, the best. Your dad's a good man, Tim. I, I, you know, like getting to know him in the the years I was at Asia Court, I know Jones and others on the on the call say the same thing. Like your your dad is like the amount of times that he pulled me aside. I'm not his son. I was his son's pastor. I was his daughter's pastor. And the times that he would come and father me at different points with mm-hmm. words of encouragement, 
words of scripture. Like I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for, for, I'm grateful for your mom. I think everybody who knows Mrs. Sills would be, but, but I'm also grateful for your dad, your dad, your dad's good people. I just want to jump in there and say that your dad, your dad. And look how God works. Now you and Tim are in this show together. Seriously. Seriously. What the Lord has done. Mm, Come on, somebody, somebody. There needs to be a praise break. My body, my mind. I wanted to jump in. I wanted to jump in because when. Okay, now that things have lightened up a little bit with all the sentiments and all that kind of stuff, I do want to bring this up because this could be almost like a whole other subtopic. There are two, I know there's range in fatherhood, but there is something to be said that there is a one side of West Indian fathers and another side of West Indian fathers. Mm-hmm. You yes, have yes. the cool, chill, calm, uh, mannered um, fathers like Tim has, and you have the more yardy style. I'm going to say it once. <laughs> like O'Shea's dad. I know O'Shea's dad. O'Shea, yeah. I've never seen O'Shea's father call him by his name O'Shea. O'Shea, no, always boy. boy. Boy, <laughs> like to this know, day, to this day, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say it one time <laughs> to this day, and 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 um to to that point as, as well, like you know what I mean, like um because my dad was more like O'Shea's dad, so affection doesn't come natural, mm-hmm. and we can only uh, um. My father could only do what he was ever experienced and what he could bring to the table, right? Mm-hmm. And that he, yeah. that's the that's the table that he has to then build on. So if the 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 society level that we uh, uh, that he grew up in was way down here on the affection side, he comes now into a new culture. Okay, where he has to raise his children in a culture that's not his own, and he's trying to marry those two ideas together. So it's like uh. I know what I what I went through when I was raised back in Haiti, and now I live in a place where there's like this place called Tim Hortons, and you go get double doubles for a toonie. You know what I mean? So there's a different world, and it's like I I as much as I didn't get all the things that I give to my kids now, I'm thankful that he moved the needle enough for me to now come in and move, continue to move the needle in the right direction. There's the heritage that, that uh, uh, Jonesy talks about is not just heritage in the good things. It's the heritage in the failures. The failures is the best way for you to learn. Failures are the best way for you to get to the next step of where you want to go. So that, even those 100%. missteps that, you know, your father or any one of our fathers might have had, it's also the learning grounds for mm-hmm. us to identify this is a generational curse thing that I need to overcome in my family. This is something that he did that was partially good, but I can build on that so my family can continue to grow. And I think that that still has value, um, regardless whether or not your your father was um, around or not around, harsh or um, mild-tempered. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, I'll tell you what, boy. Bart, you preaching, bro, but I'll tell you one thing I'm not moving the needle on. I'm still beating my kids. Oh, 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 boy. I have a six-year-old girl and a four-year-old boy. This is recorded. No bells. No bells. It's recorded. What's your address? What's your It's called discipline. It's got fun guy. Fun guy for the discipline. Do it again. Do it again. Yo, spare the rod, spoil the child. If I could quickly say something, like. 
there is something to be said. Like the way we were whooped, like I got beat religiously because we were bad kids. Now that I look back, me and my brother were just bad kids. The, the way that I spank my children now, it's like I look at I look at them in the eye, I tell them what they did wrong with my hand. Yeah. I tell them what they did wrong. I tell them I told you that I was going to give you two spanks if you continue to have this type of behavior. And two good Yes. <laughs> Two good ones. You see how he muted that as he was yeah, saying yeah. that? Yeah. Well, well done. Well done. Daddy is a man of his word, and now you're going to have the two spanks. Don't stop crying. I haven't hit you yet. And then you give them the two spanks because that's what was prescribed. But don't we all have a good uh, a good whooping story though from growing up? We all do. Oh, don't start that. Yeah. Another podcast. Another episode. That's right. off record. That's off record. That's chat. off the record yeah, stuff. Okay. That's off the record stuff. Do we all do we all believe that like we should beat our kids? Okay, I, I think I think uh, I did a clarification on the word. You don't want to beat. I said spank. Let's clarify that. Let's clarify that. Spanking our children. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe in. I, I do believe in physical discipline uh, within the confines of the law. Now, obviously, Canadian law makes it very difficult to um, carry the heritage of how we may have. <laughs> Been disciplined. I don't believe that. I don't believe that, man. I'm against all, all right, all right, all right. Next portion, Kareem. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, like I don't mean, you know what I mean. Like, I think there's like, like we, I don't think some of our parents understood the line of, you know what I mean, like abuse and discipline. I, I don't think, you know what I mean. But cultural have, difference, right? Cult, there's cultural difference and now you know what i mean like like there's a law behind these things so i'm definitely not going to and i'm not saying my father abused me i'm not saying that at all right but i just think that by the standards of law now i don't mm. think um i don't i don't think or the canadian law would condone the way in which i was disciplined now that, that's that's, I, I feel like that's one thing that i really want to keep wooden like, spoon the, any <laughs> object that could be found listen the, i will say i will say this though i will say this to, 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 to add adam's point there, my the way my parents disciplined me. It sucked back when I was five, whatever, but that those those moments yep. saved me. Hundred percent, saved me from from. I wouldn't be on this podcast. I wouldn't be. Oh. I wouldn't be alive. I would be like life would be very different yeah. if that o- didn't o- happen. O'Shea o- o- can tell you right now uh, uh, the amount of times like, I've been arrested. Like like. I tell you right now, there's no. If my mom didn't whoop my behind day in and day out to keep me somewhat in line, I, there's, I wouldn't be here. That's fact. Like so, that that's the first thing. And the second thing is, and this is what goes back to what Bart said earlier. Our parents only knew if they didn't get a chance to change the pattern with us. They mm-hmm. only knew what how they were parented before and how they were parented before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was no such thing as as hugs. You want you want to hug you want to hug do your homework. You want to hug do your chores. You want to hug do like that that sort of stuff. You want to hug by right, so it, yeah 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 if you can yeah yeah and then, and then oh yeah by the way we're not getting a dog go to your room like that sort of thing right <laughs> okay, so like so like they they did they did they did to us what they did to their what was done to them. And I, I know in watching my dad now with my kids, I can see two things. One, how my kids changed him. 
And then also, while I was a teenager, my dad met the Lord. And that changed him dramatically as well, to the point where I remember my dad and I were standing on the steps of my old house. And my dad was like, listen, I just want to say something to you. You need to do better for them than I did for you. Dang. But, but that's, 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 that's the Lord, and that's time that does that. That wasn't me writing a letter, you know, dad, you didn't to me. That was my dad just realizing at this age of his life going like, man, if I could do it all over again, yeah. I would do this, this, and this. And I'm seeing my son with his kids. Those are my grandkids. I love them. And I want to make sure that he, that he knows that I'm proud of him, that he knows that I love him. And, and those are the things that like, and that kind of helps you know, forgetting what was in the past, I strive forward to what's ahead sort of thing. And you're able to take the, the, the really, really, really good things. I know I jumped in there. And I know there's some of us going in there, but I want to say that like, like I'm, I'm grateful for the discipline I was given. I, maybe not the frequency of the discipline that I was given or the volume or the force in which I was disciplined, but I'm grateful, but I'm grateful. Let me say something like there are kids now whose discipline is the discipline for their, them is they get to call their parent by their first name and yell at them and walk to the room and get a brand new video game. No. You know what I'm saying? That's not discipline. That's not discipline at all. But that's what that's yeah. Right? I so I'm not. grateful that my, my parents cared for me enough and care for my future enough to at least try. That's my two cents. My God. No, I, I, it's it's crazy. What, yeah, that there's definitely those 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 kids that are growing up and especially in this generation where discipline is non-existent. But on the flip side, then there's those that are we were just talking about discipline. We're talking about affection. There's those that have grown up and the discipline is, has gone overboard to the point where they live a life where if anything goes wrong, they're worried about what mom or dad mm. thinks, you know? And so there's this idea of living in fear rather than living with an understanding of the uh, parents' affection and love. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about discipline, we're talking about affection and we were just talking about fatherhood or parenting as a whole, we got to, understand that what we do as parents has huge ramifications on how uh, these kids grow up understanding even God's love. And a lot of us are here in, in ministry and we've seen that. I'm sure you guys can attest to it, that because of whatever affection that they've gotten from their earthly parents, that then lines up with how they think of God's love or the heavenly father. And so even as parents, in terms of that responsibility, it's a huge responsibility to even think that through understand that the love that you that we show to our kids has 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 a big impact on even how they see god mm. and so we have to think and be intentional again and i'll use that word again but intentional about the way we display love the way we discipline the way we teach all these things have big ramifications in terms of how they see see god and so we it is a huge mandate to that we that we have to live by as parents Jonesy, I, 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 I see. Think, I think, yeah, yeah, I got it. I think we need to remember to, we need to take a little bit of the pressure off. Um, because when you look at scripture, there's no perfect family. There's no perfect dad. Um, there's none of that. And so, as, um, uh, yes, there is. It's called the Trinity. Just yes, saying. Yes. Besides the Father, the Son, Daddy the God, Holy Spirit, <laughs> no human person other than God. <laughs> The Rock, you hear? How did I know you were going to play that card? <laughs> I knew someone was going to play that card. You know that? I knew someone. I knew someone. 
He's wearing a brace size sweater. Yes, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew brace side. There you go. Holy Spirit weekend. Thank you, brace. <laughs> besides, besides God the Father, you know the Trinity. There is no perfect parent, and so we all screw up. And I, I'm sure you can all look at your parent parenting uh, those who are parents. And you've seen where you've screwed up. You've seen where you've messed up. You've seen where you, and just as much as Cream said, hey, you know, it shows us how to love our kids. It also shows how to receive forgiveness and grace over us because we'll make mistakes. You know, sometimes Laura and I, uh, you know, we'll say to each other, we're the worst parents in the world because of a decision we made or how we discipline their, our kids. And because we make that mistake, mistake. But if you understand that we are covered by the grace of God, that we, yeah. you know, we learn from those mistakes and we, we, we try to grow from those mistakes. My goal is to make my boys better men than I am. Yeah. That's my goal. My goal is to make my daughter uh, the most amazing woman of God that she can be. And, uh, you know, Stefan asked the question, I think it's harder to raise girls than it is boys. I think it's hard for both to mm. tell you the truth. Especially in this day and age where we have a sex driven world where, you know, everywhere you walk in the mall, there's women's in panties and bras all over the place. Right. And you're trying to catch your guys from uh, keeping their eyes from being focused on those things and turning to something else. Right. And so we're trying to teach our, our men how to treat women properly. Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, like, which ball is this, man? <laughs> you go to Oshawa Center, bro. You go to Oshawa yeah, Center. Bro. Pickering Town Center, right? <laughs> <laughs> you go to Oshawa Center. All the time, bro. Center are different. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what mall is Jonesy going to? Yo. That's a panty and bra. Say something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. Entrance number four. Pause, pause, pause. Did Anybody else catch the fact that the West Indian came out of Jonesy when he said Panty <laughs> and Brock? Panty and Brock said Panty with a solid T. Panty. Sorry, I know you had it in you. I didn't see it yet. I hadn't dropped it in. I didn't see it yet. What mall is Jonesy going to? I always see the typing on the side. And all I see is ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, <laughs> what did you see? What did you see? <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, you, you, you get what I'm saying. We're trying to get our, our young men to be whatever, but we're also, you know, we, sometimes I heard a, a pastor say, you know, it, we think it's the woman's responsibility to teach our daughters how to be women when it's actually the man's. Because the man will teach the woman on what she That's needs good. to look at, how she has to respect herself how she has to honor herself so that no other man can come in into her life and mess her up. And so we need to be that example to show the women, okay, this is how you stand for yourself. This is what you look for. This is how you uh, look to get treated. You know, my wife says a, a, a great phrase all the time. She says, you teach people how to treat you. And yep. so we got to teach our daughters. This is how you teach a, a man how to treat you. Yep. You teach your sons. This is how you tr tell others and even and we haven't even gone into us as you know our black young men Come or on. our black sons and daughters or our mixed sons and daughters we oh, yeah. gone into that aspect and that's a whole nother show in itself. That's a whole other show but we got to teach our children our, our young boys how to walk in this world as a person of color yep 
Yep. But anyways, we won't go there because we could talk for another half an hour on that. That. Mm. that. Yeah, that's a whole other subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I had some thoughts, but I just want to say thanks to, to the to the fathers. I think it's so important is like, I'm not as young as some of the other guys in the chat, but um, like trying to reconcile the discipline pieces with the joy pieces and navigating that internally, but then also in our relationship with God, how we relate to one another. And so, you know, just thanks for the vulnerability, for the wisdom. I'm excited. I think there's definitely needs to be like a part seven and eight and nine uh, to some of these themes, but uh, you know, big ups. That's, that's, that's some good words there, especially Jones. Yeah. I think you tied that off perfectly. So that's all I'll say to it. Just so the Oshawa center. Yeah. Real. <laughs> no, Remind me to never go there. My, that's, that's, you know, that's, if, you, if you go, don't go into the Aldo exit. Jonesy, uh, Jonesy might be there with, with a belt. I told you not to come here. <laughs> um, so Calvin just talked about uh, about how our conversation, this conversation, needs a uh, a part seven and a part eight, and we can talk about fatherhood and what it means to raise kids forever. Thanks for tuning into the house. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast and show on YouTube, support the team by hitting subscribe and engaging with our content. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to interact with the house members and suggest topics we should discuss. All the info for these outlets can be found below. That's it from us today. Thanks again for your love and support and let's stay talking.